0: If you want to save time and learn how to invest in real estate faster, go to InvestorThrive.com to master the sales process from our training so you can close more deals with less leads, even if you're only doing this part-time. Or if you don't know where to start and need help, give me a call at 385-398-9862 and let's chat. What is going on, everybody? We are live here at the Painless Wholesaling Podcast with my man, David Pupo. He even put his number in there for you. (laughs) You know where to find me. Dude, give this man a call. And you guys probably are wondering, okay, give him You know, if you haven't heard of him, why should I give him a call? Well, that's why I brought him on here to explain why he is the go-to guy to give a call about seller financing. Is that right? You're helping people maximize their conversions right now?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We've seen it in a lot of, a lot of in our business. And, you know, I was having, heck, just conversations with some of the local people here in the Orlando market that are struggling to understand how to get, they know there's motivation to the seller but the <laughs> seller is asking a little bit too much money where say like a cash offer isn't going to make a lot of sense to them and they're having a hard time structuring or finding out how to be able to tap into what a seller mot- a motivated seller is
0: dang well hey man I first i gotta say it looks like it's pretty warm over there you got the nice little t-shirt on the window a little cracked it looks like is the weather pretty good there
1: oh it's in uh, the low 80s right now it's it's yeah. great here in orlando
0: get out man i'm in i'm in utah snowing i got my jacket on it's cold
1: yeah i might have to wear that maybe like a week out of the year (laughs) it's like paradise right there
0: well hey so for the people that don't know who you are who is david pupo can you tell us a little bit about who you are
1: yeah so as you just mentioned david pupo i'm here in the orlando florida market but our our wholesaling business handles statewide for florida We're in a couple of other markets. Uh, We've been in Tennessee, North Carolina, Georgia, and honestly, just I've I've enjoyed a lot of real estate investing. I've been able to get a portfolio myself, uh, so I have a couple of multifamilies. You know, when the property is right, I wouldn't call myself a fix and flipper, but the property is right, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely make sure we can capitalize on it. Nice.
0: I feel like everyone thought they're fixer flipper over the last two years because you could take anything and vacuum the house and sell it. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, everybody had the Midas touch, right? That's now, right. now that thing is like a like a black thumb. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. So tell us, everyone's facing this right now. How are you maximizing those conversions when you know you have those sellers that still want a lot for their house? And the buyers are like, I ain't paying a lot. What are you doing? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So in in, in our wholesaling operation, we've seen buyers 15 to 20 percent, especially for flips across the board uh asking for those kind of decreases the ones with rentals they're a little bit still standoffish but nowhere near to what the the, the flippers are the flippers are people that are certainly they're going into hibernation for a little bit or they want it at too good to be true prices so yeah so what we've been able to just do when when it comes to the sellers right so we want to always make sure that the sellers have somewhat of a motivation why do they wanna sell at the end of the day is gonna be the most priceless thing. You know, We can establish timelines with them. We can of course understand what the condition is of the property, uh, but it always comes back to really the pricing and the motivation. So what we've been always able to do is just, you gotta start understanding what are the biggest priorities for this person? And that is how we contour a solution. So like, say for example, if you're saying price is the top one for them, and then maybe like, like a convenience option, we're going to always make sure that, well, hey, why don't you list the property, right? So you want to do a little bit of a reverse psychology, push it back on them and find out why would they list it or not list it? Sometimes they don't want to deal with a realtor, right? So from there, if, if price is their top priority, there's only a couple of different options that you can provide to them. A realtor creative financing, or there's obviously a newer structure with Novations. We've done a fair amount of those. We've learned from a couple of great people uh, like Corey Geary, uh, mm-hmm. Eric Brewer. Those are some of the top people. I know Pace Morby has a really good uh, uh, like section in his course for for Novations too. So we found out really a, a nice little sweet spot with it when it comes to the creative financing.
0: That's awesome, man. I love that. So what's happening right now is you're running to sellers who are motivated, but they won't move on price? right right so so
1: if they're not willing to move on price then are they willing to accept terms right so that's like part of the pitch right there hey you know and we even have follow up campaigns going in like this right now hey you know mr jane doe or john doe or whatever uh hey i we noticed that our cash offer for you a couple of weeks ago didn't quite work out if we were able to hit that cash offer or i mean or, or that price that you were looking for would you be able to do terms with us or would you be willing to exchange terms? So it gets them open to be like, well, I, I am pretty fixed on the price, but what can you do? So at least you're able to get that door open that was per, that was just closed.
0: Yes, yeah, so let me ask you this on your pitch: Do you lead with the creative or do you lead with the cash offer?
1: We always go in first
0: cash. Got it. So you bring we in always the always go offer.
1: in first cash because it also does a really good job in anchoring expectations.
0: Of course, yeah.
1: It yeah, sets up good. it sets up creative financing really well on the back end. That it, if like say like a house that we know is worth like 300 and we came in and we anchored at like 180, my creative financing solutions after that
0: are going to seem much more appealing. They're going to love it. They're going to, they think you're the man. Mm -hmm. So, so how about this on a lot of the creative financing deals you're doing? Are they, do they have a ton of equity and you're just able to negotiate them not getting all of it? Or a lot of these people have little equity and it's easy because you're basically able to get their equity out just by doing the deal. It's a mixed bag. It's literally a mixed
1: bag. Um, we have certainly found out that the more equity comes in, I would say the multifamily world. Uh, if you're dealing with single families, they're not going to usually have as much equity,
0: yeah, because right here in Utah, it's pretty difficult. Depreciation was so high, right? So a lot of people have like 200 dollars of equity. So when you do you present terms, they're like, Yeah, where's my all my money though? you know, like I need that money out, and right, yes. What would you say to someone like that? Let's say, let's do a role play or just like a scenario. I have $80,000 of equity and I have a big problem at this current offer you're giving me. It's $80,000 of equity. How would you say, how would we get you get past me wanting all that? Because no, not a lot of sell uh, buyers are going to give 80K equity. That's, that's more than a down payment.
1: Right, right. So I would, I would want to first find out why do you need that 80K?
0: So, okay, let's have a scenario like this. Uh, Sure. finance, 2.99%. She wants to do it, but she needs like 50K of equity, but her house is trash. So someone would put 50, have to fix the whole thing up, and the house is in pre-foreclosure. So on top of the 50, she's behind 12. So no one's coming in, bringing in 62, and then putting 40 into a house. I mean, they're in way too much, right? Well, I don't know. I don't
1: know where the mortgage is at, and I don't know what it's probably worth.
0: So it, I've ran the numbers. I look at this one. It's it's a situation where like the house is pretty much almost gone. Like it's, they're upside down so much. They have a solar lien on the house. So on top of that, <laughs> you got to pay the solar. There's debts. It's crazy. But anyway, in this situation, let's just say I have 80K. I need to sell because my son's in jail. And let's just do this scenario. Let's say, okay. Hey, look, I, I need the 80K. I got to pay off my son's debts. I lent him money, my son lent him money. We want to get paid back. He's going to be in jail for five years. I'm not going to see him. We need the 80,000 to pay off what he owes. And we also, you know, we want to make some money.
1: Hey, I totally get it. I, I understand why, and those are all very valid reasons. The only issue that I'm having coming up with the 80000 for you, Nate, is really that after I have to go in and do any uh, repairs and any fixing up of expenses or paying off any existing liens, I will now be in your situation where I might have to go behind on my mortgage. So okay. yeah, I understand that you want 80000 but is there something that you would feel comfortable that would that would at least be able to get you to get a lot of those burdens off of your, your plate that I, we could still come up with a solution where we're able to get this off of your plate. And then we're also in a situation where we could be able to continue making the payments for you.
0: Well, you know what? Maybe if you could do like, maybe I could come down a little bit, maybe like 50, if you, I could, trim it down to 50. I'm at the house right now. I've been getting a lot of cash offers that like 200,000. I don't want to sell it for that. I want I want 230 for it. I want 230 for the house. I owe 180 with all my fees, all that. That's that's why I'm really trying to get. I could do 230. And if you give me 50K of my equity up front, I'd be able to pay everything off and I'd be out of here.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, Nate, we're, 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 making, we're making some really good progress. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure that whatever we come up with, you have to you're at least coming out out of you're not coming out of pocket we're at least trying to help you out with being able to pay for any of those so you mentioned a couple of different circumstances with your husband or your your child going to jail what do you think that is going to be to be able to get them out
0: so it's not necessarily them going, they're not going to get out. It's it's more that they left a lot of debt behind that,
1: you know. Oh, I see. I see. Paid. And is the debt attached to you guys as well? Or is it only his debt?
0: It's just him. Just, But, but we want to be able to help him when he gets out of jail, not be swamped in debt, right? That's kind of our goal. And we got to get paid back. I mean, I gave him a ton right. of money. Son did, so, And to be honest, like I've even come to a point where I might just even let the house go. Just yeah. to, because I, it's such a big headache for me. And I don't even care. Like, if I don't get at least 50, if you give me like 10 or 15, I'll just let it go. I don't even care.
1: I totally get it. Yeah, those are a lot of those are a lot of circumstances that are on your plate. What we can do, be able to do is let's let's get all make sure that we have all your expenses lined up because the last thing you want on this one, Nate, is mm-hmm. that you guys go into a foreclosure situation. You're not gonna make any money, and now you're gonna have absolutely trash credit for at least the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be very difficult for you to be able to. Say buy another house when that opportunity is right. Or in another situation, even to just go rent a property. It's gonna make all of these situations for you much heavier if you decide to go forward with a foreclosure.
0: Yeah, I honestly I don't think my my son's gonna be able to buy another property ever, even even if we saved it. I mean, you know, he's got a, he's a felon, he's got that on his record. He, uh, you know, he's got terrible credit right now. I don't think it ever can be able to, you know, five years, it's not gonna be able to get recovered. I feel I don't know what to do.
1: Right. And, and believe me, I totally get it. It's, it's not an easy situation, but the last thing you want to be is the anchor that's dropping down and now you can't save him either. And now you're both going down.
0: Yeah.
1: I hear you. So, so Nate, let's, how about this? I'm going to write down all your expenses. Let's make sure that we get that covered for you. And we have a little bit of cash in your pocket to be able to at least get out of this property in this situation. So a, you don't have a credit impact B, you don't have to go through a foreclosure. And then see, we just take this headache off of your plate. How's that sound?
0: Sounds good. Let's write it all down. Great job. I love it. Yeah. So this situation that I was replying, or replaying, I have a great relation with the lady. I offered her fifteen, and she's like, "That won't even cover anything. I'm just gonna let it go." And I talked to her for like an hour. I did this live, and she just like she came to like a point in her mind where she's just like done, you know. And I've called her multiple times. We've talked, but she's just like, "Look, I think my son got himself in a terrible situation. I don't even give a pump anymore. I'm I'm done." Like. 15K doesn't even do anything for me. So that's kind of where I'm at with her. And it's it's a really, really bad house. Like the house is destroyed. So it's like an 80K rehab on top of someone having to come in with 15, catch it up, which is 12. Wow. 12. Yeah. It's, it's a bad spot. So we're almost like, hey, let's just watch this thing. Wait, wait till it goes to auction. And then the liens will be wiped out. Maybe we can buy it. But I think yeah, what you're it's, doing. It's is a wow.
1: tough situation because what you want to ideally be able to do, of course, is Help them get out of some of the financial burden. But we have we have the solar panel issue in Florida all the time. It is the the biggest multi-level right? marketing scheme I, I've ever seen sweep the nation besides maybe reverse mortgages, man. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. And they can put liens on the houses. You got to pay them off. It's crazy, man.
1: Yeah. Assuming it uh, or you have to or you have to assume it. And that's a couple of hundred dollars themselves. And that is a big obstacle here in Florida. If you are trying to do subject to it's making sure you understand all the other additional mortgage or liens that are attached to something like that.
0: So you deal with a lot of that where they, they, you have to, whoever, either you're taking on the mortgage or someone else is wrapping it, they have to, um, I guess, assume the, the solar?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that. we always make sure that we have the that we have at least the, the company that they've gone through. We have a conversation with it. Hopefully they have a contract. Contract's a lot easier. And, and more times than not, most of the solar panel companies, as long as you give them notice, they're assumable. Okay.
0: Is that a hassle? Does it sound seem oh, like- Oh, it's such a hassle. check this out so there was one lady who died and her her daughter inherited it and they would not talk to her the solar company would not talk to her daughter wouldn't talk to us who bought the house but luckily they went through bankruptcy and it wiped out the solar lien and they uh so we didn't have to pay it off so oh man it That's a lot. It was, it was extremely lucky, man. These solar people are like, sorry, we can't talk to you. We're like, dude, the person's dead. And they're like, well, we need a power of attorney. I'm like, they're dead. They can't get, do a power of attorney. And they're like, it's like you're dealing with very low level people that you have to go through. That, that the yeah, NCAA they're school. like bill collectors. Oh, dude, it's it, it was rough. But anyway, hey, we veered off. But hey, I think this is great content, man. This is what people want to see.
1: Yeah, they man. Hey, see. I listen, these these are the types of conversations that we're having every day. There's We have to understand... You know, I love that you brought it up like this person is just feeling like they're drowning. Right. And Mm -hmm. that's and that's when I brought in, like, don't be the other part of that anchor that goes down with your son. Right. You got to get back to like you let this go. There is no salvation for helping him out on the other side.
0: Yeah. And and it seems like you have that conversation a lot. Just like, Hey, don't, don't be the reason why this guy is screwed for his life. You know, he's already in a bad spot, but she's almost to that point where she's like, Oh, I don't even care. He can deal with it. It's like, you're really putting him in a tough spot when I'm willing to take this over. Right.
1: Yeah. The subject two ones, of course, you know, you have to be able to understand what's going on with that. The ones I like really, really, these are like my bread and butters are being able to create principle only seller finance deals. That is in my world like heaven. That's my real estate heaven is being able to
0: They would, They would have to own the property outright, correct?
1: Yeah, they would have to own it outright. Um, My avatar for it is people that are multifamily investors that have high equity in a property. I can bring in partners if I want for down payment reasons or any kind of rehab reasons, and it's still going to cash flow in a fantastic way.
0: That's amazing. So you're able to t- give them, convince them to take uh, principal only. No, they don't want any interest. Oh man. So so I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be coming on a couple of different uh,
1: podcasts coming up soon, and uh, I'm gonna be sharing with people a lot of of, a, of like a triple offer approach that I that I've been able to. I would say I would love to say master, but I've gone just let's just say I'm really good at it. And the triple offer approach that I've been able to create is being able to come up with solutions that no matter what works for the buyer. And now the seller is being able to come up with a solution that works best for them. But at the end of the day, right, just like those game shows, what's behind all these doors. It's yeah. it's always us. We're the person behind every
0: door. Dang. Well, hey, where can we catch you on those other podcasts when you drop that good info?
1: Yeah. So I'm going to be dropping on uh, Joe McCall's uh, next week. Um, him and I have already been uh, strategizing with that one. Um, I'm doing one, I think, tomorrow with Neil Timmons, who's based out of Idaho, and he is a monster. Nobody even knows about Neil. Neil's been doing a crazy good job over there. I actually met him through another mastermind as well. Wow. Uh, and you just find out some great people and uh, being able to come up with, like, say, like, a, like I said, the triple offer approach is something where we anchor them low with cash and then we bring them up to a reality of, of a... Of our principal only approach, and then that seems like salvation.
0: Wow, I freaking love it, dude! Well, hey man, I think anyone that's watched this today has got a little taste of how creative financing can help them, you know, maximize their conversions, right? Because if you're just making low offers right now, you're you're shooting yourself in the foot. Good luck doing deals. You need to be yeah. able to have everything right, like creative, innovation, fix and flip, wholesale, wholesale. You got to know it all, right? A
1: hundred percent, yeah. And so when when COVID was first happening. I had the, like the realization, I'm like, Oh my God, this is it. This is like, I've been learning about all this stuff with creative financing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is the opportunity. Cause at that time, everybody believed that there was going to be this just humongous, like tidal wave of foreclosures about to happen but of course what they did with the forbearance program they just tacked it all in the end and there was nowhere near what we expected but you know i was i was prepped and ready man i'm i was going through material i was practicing role plays with my teams i was also being able to do this live with sellers and we started we started structuring a lot of subject to deals uh we were also like i said we started building that muscle for the seller financing deals and it's been pretty damn awesome
0: yeah. And um, do you feel like there's going to be a wave of foreclosures coming soon?
1: I don't I don't know exactly about a wave, but I, I I certainly think there will be. I think we have to see what a lot of these bigger S&P 500 companies are about to do. They've been giving the indicators that they're going to do layoffs. Yeah. And if these big, big companies are about to do layoffs, I think that will be the, the first domino that really, well, not, I guess I can't say really the first domino, but with everything being as inflated as it is, uh, it doesn't even have to be interest rates. Interest rates are the obvious one in real estate, right? But I mean, you can't even go to a grocery store and not drop hundred dollars for like two days of meals, right? Crazy, man. carton car- of eggs is like five or six dollars. It used to be a dollar fifty, like a year ago. Yeah, man. And I- gas
0: is all time highs. My wife, uh, she ha- we had chickens uh, and we raised them for like four years, and she just sold them because she's like, I'm tired of these chickens. We need. We should have kept the chickens for the eggs they're too expensive. Yeah man
1: that's that's a couple that's a couple of weeks of meals man.
0: Oh, man I'm like babe come on we, we should wrong time to sell the chickens. We, saw- <laughs> we had 8 of them. Cause she, my, wow. wife's, my wife's like a little, uh, she loves like two little farmer a little hen house, huh? Yeah. She, we have, we have chickens, but we got like pets, we got garden. We got it all. So anyway, dude, it was a fun chat with you and I'm sure we'll, we'll cross paths again. And anyone that listened to this podcast, I'm sure, uh, they got a lot out of it. So David, how can they reach you? I know you got your phone number, but how else can the, anyone that tuned in reach you? Sure. Yeah. So of course, you know, uh, one of the
1: biggest ways is through social media. You can find me through Facebook, uh, Instagram, I am now on TikTok too. Uh, you can find me under David Pupo. There's like five of me in the nation. Uh, in my handle, <laughs> my handle on Instagram is Dollars with David. Uh, and yeah, I'm posting content out there every day. If not, reach out to the phone number uh, and then an email is david at myfloridahousebuyer.com. But yeah, man, it's easy. Uh, just just reach out to me. Um, I've also been really pushing a lot harder on being able to help people out with the JV Dispo programs because um, that was also an operation I thought was going to be needing a lot of process-oriented, like just structure to it to get maximum exposure because as we mentioned, you know, the flippers are sitting to the wayside. So how do we get all these other investors still buying properties? hundred
0: percent, hundred percent. Well, I love it, man. And uh, appreciate you providing value to the the crew, the investor thrive nation.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun. Hey, I love that. We jump into role play. I do doing with our team every morning. So
0: it's I, always fun to do. Them. I'm a role playing fiend, dude. That's the way to grow. Like, uh, yeah. I tell everybody that watches me, it's like, look, sales skills is not, you're not born just being a master salesman. You, you practice practice makes you better right so role plays, Oh, absolutely that's that's how you master it i mean you, you do it every day so you know how it is absolutely all right guys we're out peace out thanks guys appreciate it